Welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. On today's show, we're going to learn about Shoot for the Troops and hear about suicide prevention with the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. But first, it's time for Generally Speaking, a weekly message from the Adjutant General of the Minnesota National Guard, Major General Sean Mankey. It goes without saying that mothers play an important role in our lives. They offer love and give us the strength to persevere when the going gets tough. In the military, we have mothers who serve proudly. They are dedicated, hardworking women who conquer the challenges of balancing military and family life while serving our country. And let us not forget all of the Gold Star mothers. These extraordinary women endure loss and pain that most of us will never know. Their children made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation, and we are forever grateful. This Mother's Day, I want to thank all of the mothers and grandmothers out there. Your sacrifice and support are essential to accomplishing our mission. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you, General Mankey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. Shoot for the Troops is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and their mission is to support military service members, veterans, and their families deployed or stateside who are in need of resources due to economic or special hardships. Shoot for the Troops hosts the sporting, sporting events uh, annually to raise funds for military families in central Minnesota. And joining me now to talk about that is the president of the Shoot for the Troops, Ed Suarez. Ed, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. Hey, thanks for having me back. Uh, Ed, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit. Uh, we just heard the Adjutant General talking about Mother's Day. I understand that your mom was instrumental in getting you interested in shooting. Yeah, you know... <laughs> I'm very grateful for mom's wisdom at the time as a young teenager, as I was probably hanging out with the wrong folks at the time. She thought it was a good idea that maybe dad and I should make our way back to the shooting range and get involved in the shooting sports. So thanks to mom and her inspiration that paved the way for some great opportunities later on in life. And your dad uh, took up shooting when he was an airman and uh, active duty airman in the Air Force. He did. He shot for the Air Force and he also shot for San Jose State College when he uh, came off active duty. And when your mom suggested this, uh, you got to spend some quality time with your dad. Yeah, it was a needed change in my life at the time. And that led, I understand you were chasing, trying to get on the U.S. Olympic team. I did. It was a goal that I chased for quite a while, and uh, I made it as an alternate in 1988 and went to Seoul, Korea for the Olympics. And while you were there, you met some service members. Then Did that have anything to do with you joining the at the service? You know, like every good service member, they're always recruiting the next person, right? So, yes, invariably, there were a lot of folks serving the military on the U.S. shooting team and the Army and the Air Force and Navy were trying to get me to join their teams. And so uh, later on that year, in November of 1988, I enlisted in the U.S. Army to go to the U.S. Army Marksman Unit at Fort Benning, Georgia. And you're still involved in the military and a colonel in the Minnesota National Guard, uh, still shooting, still involved in the military, and uh, you never know where things are going to go, do you? No, no. Again, you know, you we uh, look back in your life with those decision points and how they change uh, where where I was then and where I am today. I'm very grateful for where, where I ended up landing today and, and moving forward looks really good. So, so sir, we're going to talk to Ed Suarez today, the uh, the civilian, the president of uh, Shoot for the Troops. We'll leave the leave the colonel on the on the side for the rest of the show. Uh, how did you get involved in in Shoot for the Troops? How did you find them? It was almost by accident. Uh, one of the original founders, Chad Rainier, uh, he and I happened to be uh, lake neighbors up on a resort on Leech Lake, and just in our conversations over a cocktail one evening, found out we had some similar uh, passions that we shared. And one of them was, was taking care of veterans. And so through his own contacts with his company, he'd started a small effort based around sh- shooting sporting clays and having a small fundraiser in the Little Falls area. 
And of course, we've, uh, as you know, I'm a board member of the Minnesota Military Family Foundation, and we've been doing some uh, partnering with Sean Flavin on Shoot for the Troops for many years going back. And uh, we were happy to see that uh, you joined that organization. And they must have seen you coming, sir, because you're the president now. <laughs> you know, I got involved just as an opportunity to give back a little bit. Um, and then a few years ago, the board thought it'd be good to have uh, an active military veteran on the board who'd be connected with the current needs in the military community. And so since that point, I've been really involved, and last year they made me president. And you got to meet some uh, folks uh, as far as Shoot for the Troops and many other uh, veteran organizations here in Minnesota. We've had a great partnership with the Federal Premium Ammunition because I think they donate some ammo for your events. They have been incredible supporters for years now, and thankfully, in fact, just recently found out that they've confirmed uh, our ammunition needs for this year's events. So uh, looking forward to the continued partnership. It's their 100th anniversary, and we're going to have them on the show in a few weeks and talk about that. And uh, there's about two dozen different events that they support here in Minnesota with ammunition and money, and they do an incredible job. And right here in our own backyard up in Anoka for 100 years, there's multi-generational families that have worked at Federal Premium, and, and boy, they give back to the community, and it's great to see, sir. Absolutely. We're speaking with Ed Suarez, president of Shoot for the Troops on Minnesota Military Radio. So, Ed... Uh, I want to just talk about high-level stuff, uh, shoot for the troops. Can you tell us a little bit more about the mission, what you try to accomplish each year, and, and who you're partnering with and who you're trying to help? Well, I'll start with this. You know, I think the uh, the efforts and the focus has changed over the last few years. You know, the Minnesota Military Family Foundation has been the largest recipient of our of our donations, uh, but we've really broadened the scope over the years and understand there's a lot of needs in the military community that uh, that we're trying to fill. So, for instance, last year uh, we uh, we gave seventy thousand dollars out to a variety of organizations. One of those was MMFF. Um, we also contributed to the Minnesota National Guard Youth Camp. Because uh, I understand there's certainly a need for our Minnesota youth to have that opportunity to get together with like-minded children who have experienced mom and dad's deployments. So we thought that was important to address. And we know where they get their ammo for the youth camp up at Camp uh, Yes, <laughs> we do. Federal comes through again and again. We also contributed to Recovery Community Network, again, looking at substance abuse in our veteran community and making sure we can help provide services to them and their families as well as addressing veteran homelessness. So Veteran Valor Farm has been a recipient of a number of, of years from us as well. So we think there's a lot of need out there in the veteran community that not all organizations can touch. And uh, that's been our effort the last several years, especially as we've increased more and more funding year over year. And, sir, uh, over the years, Shoot for the Troops has built up a, a really hefty list of sponsors. Uh, that uh, that come out and support your events every year. Would you like to go through a few of those? Well, we've got over 40 that supported last year. You know, we have different different levels of sponsorship. Uh, we have uh, we've got different levels. We have a, a patriot sponsor level, division sponsor level, and pet brigade level sponsorships, each with different dollar values and different uh, benefits that go with that. But more importantly, they keep coming year over year, Tom. So Ames Construction was a big supporter last year. Uh, along with a number of other companies in the construction business, Martin Marietta, Hulls Brothers, uh, Aztec, Concrete Inc., a number of folks. Um, you know, we really rely on these partnerships and relationships over the years, and they come through every year because they're equally as passionate about supporting veterans and families in need. And if our listeners want to go to your website, which is shootforthetroopsmn.com, uh, and click on sponsors, you can find a complete list of sponsors and the only, the only bad thing, sir, about naming some of these is we don't want to miss anybody. Well, no, there's like I said, there's 40 that made it all happen last year, and we're very grateful for their continued support. And it makes it a lot easier every year when you go back to do another event to say, okay, 
here's year three, here's year 10. In our case, here's year 13 of some golf tournaments. And uh, to have those people come back year after year for a good cause makes it a little bit easier to put on those events. It does. You know, and that's the great thing about Shoot for the Troops. You know, there are a lot of other opportunities, whether it's golf and you name it, but some folks are drawn to different events that draws them for the cause, and so we think shooting sports is a great way to do it. And I know that uh, at some of the the Little Falls, I think it's the Little Falls Shoot for the Troops event. It's up by north of uh, St. Cloud. The last time we were up there, uh, General Trost was up there, and he said he knew about half the folks because they were either present or former Guard members up there. Well, it is it is a small community in many in many sense, but yeah, the Rice Creek LeBlancs has been great supporters for us, and then we're looking forward to expanding that uh, um, next shooting event here in the Metro as well. And the good thing about that is it's not so expensive that uh, the ordinary individual can't go up and put together a team and, and go out and compete and see how you're going to do. And funny thing about veterans. Most of them know how to shoot, sir. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and those that don't get a little bit of, but they get a little poking around for it too when they don't hold their own. But yeah, for the most part, we know what we're doing. <laughs> Ed, we've got to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, your events coming up here in 2022 and, and explain to our listeners how they can uh, go to your website, which once again is shootforthetroopsmn.com, and uh, learn more about those events and sign up for this year. We're talking to Ed Suarez, president of Shoot for the Troops on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been talking today with Ed Suarez, who is president of Shoot for the Troops here in Minnesota. And if you go to their website, shootforthetroopsmn.com, you can find out all kinds of information about the things we've been talking about today. But, Ed, I want to talk. I think you've got some meet and greets coming up where you're going to explain to people what your shooting events are all about. Yeah, you know, we thought it was a time for us to uh, get out in the community and just give an opportunity to give a, a heads up to the upcoming events. So this year, um, our first uh, meet and greet is going to be at Big Wood Brewery in White Bear Lake. It's May 17th from 5 to 7 p.m. Show up there, say hello to the Shoot for the Shoots team, drink some beer, um, and learn about our shooting event on August 16th, which Wild Wings of Oneka will be hosting first time we've brought our uh, fundraising cause to the Metro, but over the years we realize a lot of our supporters have employees that live both in the central part of Minnesota and in the Metro, so this is going to be more convenient for our Metro-based uh, sponsors and volunteers. So looking forward to uh, talking more about that event on, on the 17th of May. In a great locations, Wild Wings of Unica. Chuck Haas has had 26 different events supporting troops that have come back from deployments. And Wild Wings is a big part of that, so I'm glad to see that they're helping you with Shoot for the Troops. It was a natural fit, and thanks to Chuck for opening the door for us. We're looking forward to having a successful event here in the Metro. That's a fun place to go. And, of course, what this is all about, sir, is having people come out, have some fun, get their team together, do some shooting, raise some money for a good cause, which is helping our veterans and, and their families and our service members. And so when we're talking to everybody about these meet and greets, come on out. You can show them uh, what you've done with the funds and what you're planning on doing. And there's another uh, meet and greet coming up in June. Correct. June 15th, we're going to be at Beaver Island Brewery in St. Paul, uh, correction, St. Cloud. And again, opportunity to promote our our traditional event we've held in Little Falls. That's going to be September the 13th at Rice Creek LeBlanc's Shooting Preserve and uh, another opportunity to get involved in the organization. So May 17th at Big Woods Brewery and June 15th at the Beaver Island at the same times, 5 to 7? Correct. And right. come on out, and you can meet the Shoot for the Troops team. Yep. Have some fun. 
And uh, Ed, I want to I want to get in a little deeper now into these shoot for the troops events. Uh, you said uh, the first one is August sixteenth at Wild Wings of Anika. Uh, how many teams can you have out there? Can you tell us about what the day looks like? Well, you know, it's this is really registration starts at twelve thirty. Goes for about an hour. The shooting starts at two o'clock. Um, after we're done with the shoot, uh, we'll have a social hour and. Uh, Raffles and games from 4 to 5, and then we'll have a dinner feed as well, which is included in the price of admission. Um, again, all the ammunition is donated by a federal cartridge company. Um, it's a new venue for us. Uh, we figure we'll get about 20 teams registered for that. And if you go to our website, registration for both that location and the location in Little Falls on in uh, September, both those registration uh, links are live and ready to accept teams right now. And you go to shoot for the troops mn dot com and it's uh, one hundred and twenty five dollars per shooter. Is that the it is four person team, so five hundred a team. And I want to go back to this dinner because if it's at Wild Wings, it's a wild game dinner. It is. In fact, it's a wild game dinner at both locations. And, and have, you tr- <laughs> have you tried one of those at Wild it's Wings? It's phenomenal. Or? Yeah, it's oh. always so so good. In fact, really, if and if you want to be a station sponsor, you know, we'll promote your business at both locations. If you're a sponsor for for one event, you're a sponsor for both. So you're looking for sponsors, you're looking for volunteers, you've already got the ammo, and you're always looking for donations, correct? We are. Okay, so that's going to be, once again, August 16th, this year, Wild Wings of Onika, $125 per shooter, they're four-man teams, go to shootforthetroopsmn.com, and you can register and have a great afternoon out there, and you might even run into, in addition to Ed Suarez, you might even run into Chuck Haas, I'll bet he's going to be out there. (laughs) I think so, too. We're speaking with Ed Suarez, the uh, president of uh, Shoot for the Troops on Minnesota Military Radio. And, sir, the second event is at Rice Creek, September 13th. Can you tell us about that one? You know, this is the place we've been hosting the event now for over 10 years, and uh, uh, the Blancs have been an incredible supporters for our organization. Um, and this uh, this is a slightly bigger bigger facility, so we can have more shooters, more teams. We can have about 25 to 30 teams there. It's a lot more capacity there. Um, but it's basically the same format. It's the same four-person team, same cost, literally the same time. So if you go to the August 16th event, it's going to look a lot like uh, the event the same for the September event. Only difference is the location. And that one is at uh, Rice Creek, which is just north of uh, St. Cloud? North St. Cloud, yep. You hit uh, Little Falls proper, just head due east a few miles, and you'll find it there um, out there in farm country. And, Ed, I want to talk to you a little bit about Sean Flavin. He's a board member. And uh, he was one, I think, the original businessman up in that area that uh, started Shoot for the Troops. He's been at this for a long time. He has. No, and uh, it's it's uh, it's great to have Sean back on the team again. Um, you know, we, we could use a few more volunteers for the board as well. Um, but, you know, it's it's a, it's a close-knit group of people. Mostly business owners have been involved. And, again, like I said, they just have a passion for supporting militaries and their families. They haven't necessarily served, um, but they have a calling to do so. And that really what makes this thing, uh, this organization works, that we really care deeply about taking care of veterans and their families. We're speaking with Ed Suarez, president of Shoot for the Troops on Minnesota Military Radio. Sir, we got about uh, three and a half, four minutes left. Can you just tell us again the mission, what kind of monies that you have raised and hope to raise, and, and what you do with those funds? 
you know, over the course of the organization, we've raised over a quarter million dollars so far. Um, and again, the Minnesota Military Family Foundation has been the largest uh, recipient of, of those efforts. Um, and so, but we do want to look at other organizations who could use our help. St. Cloud Stand Down is another organization that, that provides those basic essentials for veterans in transition or just trying to move on. So with everything from clothing to housing uh, to employment. Uh, I mentioned the Minnesota National Guard Youth Camp as well. Um, and we're just really trying to touch every aspect of a veteran's need uh, throughout the time in their life. And so, uh, again, with the donations we get, we're making a huge impact for, for helping veterans in Minnesota. Um, and it's it's great to be part of a larger effort. And I always tell people when I travel around the country how good we have it in Minnesota. There's so much there's so much care and passion and drive and people with goodwill who want to help veteran families, and we're just honored and proud to be part of that overall cause. And Ed, that uh, St. Cloud stand down, that's part of MACV, Minnesota Assistance Council for Veterans, and, and the uh, the governor has been pushing this the last few years, and the MACV wants to eliminate veterans' homelessness in Minnesota, and they're starting to do it around the state. They're doing a great job. Yeah, you know, again, and again, I think every effort helps towards ending homelessness across the board, and the fact that we're helping veteran Fowler veteran Fowler Farm to, to be part of that solution is, is a great effort for us as well. And once again, there's a, a couple of uh, meet and greets, one May 17th at Bigwood Brewery, one June 15th at Beaver Island, and uh, two shooting events this year, one on August 16th, 2022 at Wild Wings of Onika, and one on September 13th, 2022 at Rice Creek. The information on those can be found at shootforthetroopsmn.com. And Ed, one last question. What sets Shoot for the Troops apart from the other nonprofits that are out there supporting veterans? As you said, there's a lot of groups in Minnesota doing a lot of great. There work. is. I think what sets. I think we're the only or very few organizations that uh, does our fundraising evolving around sporting clays or, or shooting sports, and I think that sets us apart. I'm not a golfer, Tom, and I golf when I have to, but I love to shoot, and so I think what sets us apart is if folks have a passion for a particular event. This caters to folks who love to spend time on the range around people who like doing that kind of sporting event, and I think that's what makes us different. What's better than get your buddies together, put together a team, and go have a great afternoon shooting and competing against other teams and end up with a wild game feed? I mean, and in the process, you're raising some money. What's better than that, Ed? Uh, it's, a pretty, it's a fun time, and last year was a banner year. We had our most successful year last year, thanks to everyone who showed up. Well, let's make this uh, an even better year this year. I hope we can fill all of those teams, and uh, maybe next year we can get a third event. Sounds great. Sir, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Tom. Appreciate it. It was Ed Suarez, president of Shoot for the Troops on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about suicide prevention with the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. Well, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. In a moment, we're going to talk about suicide prevention with the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. But first, it's time for the Commissioner's Corner, a weekly update from the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. Now, here's Commissioner Larry Herkey. Today, I'd like to spend a few moments recognizing mothers across Minnesota. These mothers might be veterans, they might be currently serving in harm's way, or they might have suffered the loss of their son or daughter in the service of this country. This is a time when the community comes together to acknowledge and thank mothers for their love, guidance, and nurturing. The influence of mothers has a tremendous impact on families and society overall. Whatever your situation, I want to thank you for the role you have played in the lives of our children and families across Minnesota. On behalf of everyone here at the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs and the veterans across this great state, I wish you fun and joyous day of celebration. Thank you, Commissioner Herkey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. 
Veteransuicide.com. Veteran suicide is often the result of a combination of factors, including mental or physical illness, alcohol or drug abuse, painful loss, exposure to violence, social isolation, and access to lethal weapons. Veterans are at higher risk for suicide than the civilian population. And joining us now to talk about this is Christy Charles, who is the Veteran Suicide Prevention Coordinator for the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. Christy, welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Christy, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, what type of education does one need to become an expert in this field? <laughs> That's a very good question. Um, having a background in mental health is always helpful, but really, you know, you can become an expert in this field by experience. That would be a, a way, but you don't have to have a lot of education to be an expert in this field. My background is in human development and family life and administration. And um, previous to this role, I worked as the uh, suicide prevention program manager for the Minnesota National Guard. So worked a lot with all of our veteran or our suicide cases. So you've got years of experience in this area. And of course, it's a, it's a sad thing to talk about the, mm-hmm. the fact that uh, veterans are at a higher risk for suicide than civilian population. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think most veterans can understand that some of the things you've seen and done during your service can have an impact on your mental health and even on your physical health. And all of that can lead to a problem. Uh, and, and we know that veteran suicide is a problem. What are the facts surrounding that? And why are our veterans dying by suicide? Well, veteran suicides become um, a disturbing trend that's been noticed really over the last 20 years. In Minnesota alone, uh, we lose over 100 or more veterans to death by suicide um, between the between the years of 2014 to 2020, and that's also really to current. Um, our preliminary results for two for 2021 will be coming out. Um, soon from Minnesota Department of Health. But that's consistent from what I've heard so far. So we really um, believe that suicide among all populations is underreported also up to 20%. So when you think of those numbers, that's that's alarming. We have up to um, between six and 800 deaths by suicide in Minnesota um, in in all of our total population. So of those, over 100 of them are veteran suicides. Um, we know that um, veteran deaths by suicide are mostly among men and using firearms. So um, that is a targeted population for us. In Minnesota Department of Veteran Affairs, uh, you know, we are working with our staff and our, you know, for our residents as well as all veterans and families in the state. Christy, I understand that some of our uh, our newer veterans and uh, and some of our uh, older veterans, like my fellow Vietnam veterans, are the two or two populations that are having the most trouble with it. Some of those that just got back from recent deployments and mm-hmm. combat and so forth, and and I think on the on the Vietnam veteran side of it, they're retiring and they've got some time in their hands and they're thinking about things they maybe haven't thought about in years, and some of that's uh, triggering reactions. Mm-hmm. Does that does that fit the facts? That would be that would be congruent with our facts. Um, you know, why are deaths, uh, veterans dying by suicide is really a complex question. And, um, you know, when you have two people that experience the same circumstance, whether it's um, through a combat situation um, or just any other trauma, I mean, there are layering 
circumstances that go back into all the way back into their childhood that, you know, two people experiencing the same situation may handle that very differently. And so it it just really is a complex question and that we're working to find answers to. So some will have trouble and some not so much. And, mm-hmm. and so we need to find out who's suffering, who's having trouble, and there is help available. There's lots of help available and lots of resources and lots of work being done in this area of suicide prevention in our state and nationwide. And, of course, you work for the Minnesota Department of uh, Veterans Affairs. And uh, if uh, any of our listeners are, uh, have a veteran or a family of veteran that are thinking about problems or wanting to talk about problems, they can go to one eight 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 link vet And uh, you have people at the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs that are standing by to help. We definitely do. And we follow up on all of those calls pertaining to our team does to the suicide um, prevention or any high-risk situations, we follow up with each of those calls. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Christy Charles, who is the Veteran Suicide Prevention Coordinator at the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs on Minnesota Military Radio. Now, Christy, I understand that the, the governor and the commissioner of the MDVA uh, have teamed up and, and they're working on what's called the Governor's Challenge to Eliminate Veteran death by suicide. That's a big push the last few years, isn't it? It is. The Governor Challenge began in 2019, um, and we are actually just having a reengagement of of all of our collaborations. A lot of good things have come out of that um, initiation. Those that the Governor's Challenge, and we have um, social workers that MDVA will be hiring that will work in non VA healthcare systems throughout our state. Um, we just put in a budget request for that. So we're really excited to finally see that happening where we can plug our veterans, all veteran patients or family members into the VA resources and into LinkVet. Um, so that's that's going to be a very powerful upstream approach to suicide because what we also know is that healthy resilience and overall wellness is the best suicide prevention. And, Christy, you've got partners in this. The governor, of course, the Minnesota mm-hmm. Department of Veterans Affairs tries to take care of our Minnesota mm-hmm. veterans. And then there's some confusion sometimes that the Minneapolis VA healthcare system is the federal portion of the VA, and they have inpatient and outpatient uh, classes for or courses and, and help available for veterans that are enrolled in the in the VA healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Thanks for making that um, distinguished. This is distinguishing that, <laughs> but um, because yes, a lot of people are confused that uh, or don't you know just the general population do not understand that we are working on the state level um, for suicide prevention. We work very closely with the VA, Minneapolis VA, and with the Minnesota Department of Health, along with many other stakeholders and community partners that are passionate about working in suicide prevention. So the key to this whole thing is is we've got, I think the MDVA tells me there's over 300,000 veterans here in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs is there to help them with all, kind, all manner of things they need help with. Mm-hmm. And once again, you can get a hold of the MDVA at 1-888-LINK-VET. But if it comes to uh, a veteran's crisis or suicide prevention, uh, the the national uh, crisis line is 1-800-273-8255, press 1. So there's, there's, there's all kinds of help available. And if we identify a veteran that's thinking about suicide or having some depression problems, some other problems, the most important thing is to find out about it and let's get them some help. Yes, absolutely. We want to make sure that we're asking the questions and raising awareness in families 
among our veterans and their families and community members. It's really, um, in some ways, the logic of it sounds simple, but it's not easy. So I'm wondering, Christy, or <laughs> Christy, our veterans, you know, you run into the guys down at the Veteran Service Club, you run into the guys on the street, you're talking to guys, and, and they just go through their business. Mm-hmm. But at some point, if you see that veteran change their routine, see them a little more depressed or down and out, if you see there's a problem, what do you do? You ask the questions that have the fearless conversations and have a response when we're noticing things that are out of the ordinary. It Sometimes it's actually a positive where they might seem more peaceful if they if they're really you know thinking about um ending their life they may actually seem appear uncharacteristically happier so there are you know it's just having those questions conversations and not being afraid to ask questions directly you know i'm concerned about you how are you doing have you ever are you i have to ask you this question have you ever thought about suicide Christy, we have to take a short break. We're going to talk more about this when we come back. We're talking with Christy Charles, the Veteran Suicide Prevention Coordinator for the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been talking to Christy Charles, who is the Veteran Suicide Prevention Coordinator for the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. And, Christy, uh, we need to mention May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Are there uh, other mental health issues that veterans' community uh, commonly face? Yes, um, we know that veterans have struggled with many mental health issues such as depression, anxiety, or PTSD based on their service experience, um, especially if they may have been in a combat situation. Um, We're working together with the Minnesota Department of Health within the Suicide Prevention State Plan um, to have common messaging, and we have some common messaging for specifically for Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, That's important so that we can keep consistent messaging throughout our state, and we know that we'll have more impact when we do that. Um, So one of the other important messages during Mental Health Awareness Month is just the importance of connectedness, being connected to um, circles of community, um, other people, other veterans, and other veteran families, um, friends, neighbors, and loved ones. Just building community uh, is and thriving is very important. So as the American Legion says, let's do some buddy checks, check on your old veterans, make mm-hmm. sure they're doing well. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, one of the other things that I think we need to talk about, as you said, that quite often firearms are involved in veteran suicide. And I understand there's some free gun locks out there, and, and every veteran should take good care of their weapons and their guns so that they don't fall into the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have a, we actually have a PSA commercial coming out on Fox this weekend on Saturday and we are we are really putting an effort, an important effort on gun storage, and we have gun locks. So if you access our, go to our website, you can request, uh, find our email on there, veteran, minnesotaveteran.org, and you can pull up suicide, and you'll get to our suicide page, and that's where you could find some information about requesting those. We're happy to send those out because we know that the distance, the time, even five seconds that it could take to open a gun lock can save a life. That's called time-based prevention. And if uh, if you can't find the website, then just call one eight 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 LinkVet and tell them you're looking for a gun safe for your or a free gun lock for your veteran, and uh, you'll take care of them doing it that way as well. Now, Christy, I want to go back to this. 
uh, I, I'm an old Vietnam veteran, so I've been around for a long time, <laughs> and and I've been around veterans for a long time, and most of them are pretty pretty even killed, pretty, and you know they go through their routines, they do their things, and and I think what I've learned in the last ten years or so doing this show is that we need to look for changes in our veterans. What does that mean? What what kind of change can be a signal that something's wrong? Well, any, like you alluded to earlier, any change in routine, um, increased alcohol or substance consumption, um, any life factors, a divorce, a death in the family, those are put someone at a higher risk. So it's not, it's not wrong. It's, it's healthy to check in with people when some of those things happen. Um, getting rid of personal belongings, uh, maybe making a move, um, surrendering a pet. Some of those things that we just don't think about are differences in behavior that we should we can be looking for in the people we care about. So for our listeners, if you have a friend or a relative that's a veteran mm-hmm. and and you observe that some something has changed in their routine, whether it's whether it's easy to identify that or not, mm-hmm. that begs a question. And it's a hard conversation to have are you having problems? How do you, how do you deal with that question? Mm-hmm. Well, asking clearly and directly and really right to the point, are you having thoughts of suicide? That Just asking that question can actually save someone's life, contrary to a lot of the myth that we bring someone closer to that is really studies show that's not true. So having that just fearless conversation, starting that, is having a response when we see those behaviors that concern us or that are different. We notice those differences. Um, We'll never regret asking someone the question, but we may regret not. So help is available. Mm -hmm. So asking the question as tough as that might be, Mm -hmm. it's going to be even tougher if you don't ask the question and then they commit suicide and you go, I saw something was wrong and I didn't ask him. Mm Help is available. If you see a change in routine in your veteran, ask them, how are you feeling? Why are you drinking so much? Are you depressed? Are you thinking about suicide? If you are, help's available. We can get it for you. Absolutely. And, of course, we talked about that in the first segment. They can go to uh, minnesotaveteran.org. They, they can call one eight 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 link vet If they go out to the Minneapolis VA healthcare system and they're already enrolled, there's help at the VA. There's help everywhere. And uh, you can access that by dialing one eight eight eight. 273-8255, press 1, which is the Veterans Crisis Line, or simpler yet, just dial one eight 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 link vet we just got about a minute left. Christy, any final thoughts about uh, suicide prevention for our veterans here in Minnesota? We all play a part in suicide prevention among our, our whole state. And we know that if we can have a downward deviation in veteran suicide, that we're affecting all the lives, all suicides, um, for our Minnesotans. But we love our veterans and we want to make sure that we plug them into all the resources that are available so that they can live healthy, thriving lives. So let's keep our veterans around. If you're a veteran and you've got a problem, 1-800-273-8255, press 1, or call one eight 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 link vet There's a lot of resources available. Ask your veteran service organization, ask your doctor, uh, ask your relatives just to call 1-800-273-8255, press 1. Christy, I want to thank you for coming to visit us today. Thank you so much for having us. This is Christy Charles, the Veteran Suicide Prevention Coordinator for the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs on Minnesota Military Radio. Joining me now is Marty Howes, who is the president of the Minnesota Association of County Veteran Service Officers and the Roseau County Veteran Service Officer. Marty, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here today. 
Marty, we recently had a great big event over in St. Paul. It was Veterans Day on the Hill. How'd it go? Veterans Day on the Hill. Oh, what a great time. We had a, a, a really good turnout of veterans and uh, a, a very well turnout of CVSOs from across the state. So I, I think we got our message across really well. And, uh, I, you know, I hope that we're heard. Uh, but it was nice to see so many CVSOs going out there and uh, and all the veterans from around the area and, and the busloads of, of those that came in. So it was a good time. Did they get a chance to talk to their elected officials about their veterans' uh, uh, priorities? They sure did. There was, there was uh, quite a few that had appointments set up, and uh, and those uh, representatives uh, the, and legislators that we had for the state uh, did make the time for them. So uh, that's a good thing. We can't complain there. So, Marty, I want to talk to you. We're just coming down to the end, I hope, of this uh, COVID-19 fiasco over the last couple of years. I know I'm scheduled to go into the VA hospital and get my second booster uh, later this week. Uh, How are your fellow uh, veteran service uh, officers feeling about COVID and boosters and taking care of our veterans? You know, the the VA is still uh, doing vaccinations for those that want, and uh, we have been able to help a lot of veterans get set up with uh, with their appointments to get them in there to get them their shots that they need. And there's still a few offices that are still uh, doing some hybrid work, a little bit of working from home and then working out of the office or uh, meeting only under necessity. But for a majority of the state, uh, offices are open and we're taking walk-in appointments. And uh, so if you're a veteran that's out there and want to find out about your benefits, this is the time to get in there and uh, and, and come see us because uh, things are starting to fire up, and it's it's nice to see. So for any issues a veteran might have that are service-related or related to a medical problem during the service, they can go in and see a veteran service officer in any county in the state. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Tom. Any county in the state. In fact, uh, this year, if you if you were to – the numbers for the amount of veterans that are about in the state of Minnesota, I think it's around 304,000. And to take care of those 304,000 vets, we've got about 150 CVSOs and ACVSOs, which is an assistant county veteran service officer. So the ratios aren't quite there yet. And, you know, I mean, I think we could probably use a few more to to make sure that we're taking the care of the veterans the way that we really need to. But, yep, any county in the state, come on in. And, uh, you know, we're, we're here to help and we're here to, you know, hopefully make a positive difference. Stop in and see your county veteran service officer. Get registered. Get your discharge certificate in there, whether you need them now or later. Do it today. And, Marty, uh, you are president of the Minnesota Association of the County Veteran Service Officers, and you have spring and fall conferences, and I'm sure you're planning your fall conference now. And that's where you bring in all kinds of resources to make sure that your fellow county veteran service officers are aware of uh, all the resources available. So it's an educational type event. It is. It's a. It's a. We have some awesome training that's going on. I've got a. I've got a, my speaker this year that's going to talk to us. His name is Lieutenant Colonel Tom Fuller. He's got 33 years in the service. Uh, he's still in. Uh, he's got three combat deployments and uh, and then uh, just a history of, of just, uh, just a wonderful career. And he's going to come speak to us for a little bit. And uh, you know we're going to have a we're going to have a good conference. And because of COVID and all the lockdown and restrictions that we're in. Uh, instead of it being as formal as we'd been in the past, the form the formal dress for this year is going to be a, 
a Hawaiian shirt. So we're going to have a little fun, and we're going to try to make everybody smile a little bit and, you know, just spread good news, you know. Marty, just less than a minute left here. Are there some new presumptive diseases that are covered? Yeah, there was a, there's a nine different uh, rare respiratory cancers uh, that have just come out uh, that are, you know, related to, you know, service uh, overseas. And there, there are various types of cancer uh, of the of the trachea and the lung and salivary salivary gland type tumors and and stuff like that. So go see your county veteran service officer and and ask them about this and see if you you know if you served in Southwest Asia um, and you have a one of these rare cancers, you need to go see your CVSO and uh, talk to him about it, him or her. Very good, Marty. Thanks for joining us again today. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate being here. That was Marty Howes, the president of the Minnesota Association of County Veteran Service Officers and our Roseau County Veteran Service Officer on Minnesota Military Radio. We have one mentioned today. Uh, current and former members of the military and their spouses are invited to the Veterans Career Fair at the Earl Brown Heritage Center in Brooklyn Center on Wednesday, May 18th, 2 to 6 p.m. Full-time jobs with family-sustaining wages and benefits are available. The Veterans Career Fair. May 18th, 2 to 6 p.m. at Earl Brown Heritage Center in Brooklyn Center. More information at CareerForceMN.com. That's CareerForceMN.com or call 651-259-7500. We're just about out of time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Minnesota Military Radio. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us this week. Ed Suarez from Shoot for the Troops, Christy Charles from the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, Marty Howes from the Minnesota Association of County Veterans Service Officers, Commissioner Larry Herkey of the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, and finally, Minnesota's Adjutant General, Major General Sean Mankey. Please join us next week as we check in with Tee It Up for the Troops and get an update from Minnesota's Marine Corps League. That's coming up next weekend on this station or online anytime at minnesotamilitaryradio.com. I'm Tom Lyons, and I hope that you make a difference in someone's life this week. Minnesota Military Radio is a production of iHeartMedia, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, the Minneapolis VA, Beyond the Yellow Ribbon, and the Minnesota National Guard. Your host is Tom Lyons, founder and owner of Phelan Partners Limited, a merger and acquisition advisory firm. Tom is a life member of the American Legion, VFW, Vietnam Veterans of America, and the DAV. For podcasts and the latest updates, follow us at Minnesota to militaryradio.com.